eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. You know, as soon as the calendar ended, I remember they were talking to Scott Service, and he said what he thought about August and and all the record. And he, you know, jokingly said, "I wish August was sixty days." Well, so do I, Hanno. How about you? Yeah, since they came on the road, uh, they've lost some of their mojo, no doubt. I mean. It's tough when you rely on your starting pitching and it hasn't been great on this road trip. Um, and when it has, you haven't had the bats. Uh, you did have one game in game two when you didn't have your star, uh, Luis Castillo, having his best stuff, but the bats bailed you out. And then the other two games, uh, it's been just both of them haven't showed up. So, yeah, tough stretch to start this road trip. But, yeah, lucky to get out with at least one win in these four games. Yeah, it's weird to look up at the standings and, you know, looking at your last 10 and see not a nine and one or an eight and two uh, with the Mariners or six. They're six and four in their last 10, but we have seen four defeats in the last week. One was against Oakland in the middle of that series where they threw all those lefties out and we seem to only have lefties in the lineup. That was the game where Julio was sick. Ty France came out. And I believe we had one other person. Oh, yeah, that's when Kirby missed his start. Um, we also have seen Kirby come back this weekend. Uh, didn't quite look like himself. And maybe that's attributed to what was going on with his health earlier in the week. Yeah, you get out of your routine Routine as a professional. Um, it could have something to do with it, um, you know. It just, it obviously wasn't his best start. Uh, he, I, he didn't even go four innings. 
uh, gave up a long ball. And I mean, that's the trouble with the Mariners. You don't see it often, but in the last, those last, well, last few games, the Mariner pitching staff has given up three home runs per game. Uh, and that's just unheard of. And the, the whole thing where the building blocks start with the Mariners is their pitching and especially their starting pitching. And if you don't get that, um, you're going to struggle. Yeah, and then if you can't sit there and match the runs, if the offense can't manufacture runs, we've seen the runs come across the board over this weekend in the Mets series and in game one here in Cincinnati. It's a majority of them, if not all of them in certain games, uh, are coming from the home run ball. Yeah, they're certainly not getting many extra base hits. They've only had two. In the last two games, they had a double from Canzone in this game one versus uh, Cincinnati. And then you mentioned uh, in that New York series, uh, nothing but home runs, but Julio just missed a home run and he got that triple off the wall there. And other than that, there hasn't been too many extra bases, extra base hits besides the long ball. You're right. Yeah. And you look at this last game here, game one with Cincinnati. Uh, there's quite a bit of chances. We had some second and thirds. We had some bases loaded. We actually saw Julio get up there in two instances after he hit a home run. Um, umpire sure was squeezing him still. We just couldn't come up with the big hit. We also saw Gino get a situation where he had second and third. Yeah, it was two outs, but just couldn't get you know any contact with the ball. And all three of those occasions that I'm talking about didn't get the ball in play. No, you mentioned Julio's last at bat. I mean, borderline pitch that was definitely a strike, and he didn't get the bat off his shoulder. Uh, hate to go down and end the game with not giving yourself a chance and getting the bat off your shoulder. That one was tough. Yeah, def definitely was. But listen, all of these games that we're talking about, here's a little bit of positivity. If you're looking for silver linings in losses, yes, this game won with uh, Cincinnati definitely felt like a clunker. They were sloppy in the field. We were giving free bases away. You even heard Scott Service said, if you could point to one thing, too many free passes, this is what it leads to. But at the end of the day, the Mariners in every one of these losses has had a chance to tie or win the game in the ninth inning. So overall, they're still playing good baseball. And again, we're talking about these close games. This is We're in close game territory right now. If you look at the rest of the schedule, as we've talked about, this doesn't have as many cupcakes or cookies and the peaches and cream that August did. No, it's go time now. Um, you got lucky throughout this last series or last uh, road trip, uh, not winning the games that you would hope to against teams that aren't having as good of uh, seasons. You had uh, the New York Yankees help you out in sweeping Houston. Um, but the, I, like you said, a silver lining is is you're still in first place, even though uh, things haven't been going your way on the field. But they got to turn it around right now. Uh, these next two games are huge. Uh, I think there's 25 games to go. If you win, go 13 and 12, you'll get to 90 wins. But um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's go time. I mean, this bullpen of the uh, Cincinnati Reds that pitched uh the whole game and went with a bullpen game they remind me of the old nasty boys the way they dominated this manner lineup i mean we've been seeing nothing but double digit strikeouts just a couple walks here and there won this game uh they need to get back to seeing the strike zone and uh not fishing so much and hopefully get a little bit of better pitching and then hopefully they can get out of the funk that they're in right now
they got to lay off the sweeper. That's what they got to lay off the sweeper if they can. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely a pitch that has handicapped them throughout this year. And at times they've had the eye when they were able to lay off it. But when it's going bad, it seems to go really bad. And it seems like the whole lineup is chasing that pitch. So um, unfortunately, uh, you have a couple guys slumping that you really need right now with uh, Eugenio Suarez, Ty France, um, just needs some other guys to help pick them up. And uh, hopefully they can get it going soon. Yeah, the double-digit strikeouts. We've heard Scott Service say it. I mean, the the numbers are right there. Anytime they that this team can keep themselves in the single-digit strikeouts, they're in good shape. Over the weekend, we saw 13, 12, 11. We saw 11 in the Reds game. So the proof is in the pudding right there. I mean, there are games like Saturday's game where, yeah, the Mariners put up eight runs and they and they struck out 12 times, but they had big home runs in that game. You had Teo's home run. You had Canzone's home run. You had the big home run in the ninth from J.P. Crawford. But, yeah, when they put the ball in play, especially we got a lot of speed on this team and the way they hit the ball hard, when the ball is hit in play, it's obviously, this is pretty simple, going to benefit them big time. Yeah, and also it depends on when they're putting the ball in the play. I mean, throughout that month of August, they were getting clutch two-out hits uh, so far in this road trip. Um, they're getting some two-out hits, but uh, they're when the innings already started and the first two batters have gotten out. So um, they're getting a hit with two outs, but they're only getting one guy and they're not uh, stringing together many hits. So, I mean, it's, it's a combination of a few things that uh, things just aren't going as smooth and as, as well for them uh, in this road trip, but hopefully they can turn it around. Yeah. It's, it's one in three right now. And look, it's not just all on the hitting I could say on Friday, it was quite a bit on the hitting. You know, you, you you lose a game like that where the only home run you get is from your leadoff hitter. But the last three days, the last three games leading up to this recording, some tough outings. Castillo did not have it, did not look like himself. We also saw Kirby completely come out there and not look like himself. He's had the tough weather. He's had the bad health. You also saw Wu come out there, and he did settle himself down, but did not get off to a good start. Also didn't have the greatest defense behind him, but did have one of the best plays you could see a pitcher make. Yeah, for sure. That was an incredible play. Uh, last few weeks, we've seen uh, the Mariner pitchers make some good uh, plays to help themselves out. The one where Weaver did... Uh, almost the same thing, except he slid, and like you mentioned now with Wu, I mean, that was just an, an unbelievable play at a at a big time in the game. Um, it's just hard the way uh, these Mariners are giving up runs early and getting so, I mean, getting far behind early on. It's, it's tough to uh, claw back into them. We saw that game back in Seattle at the end of the homestand where they got down against Oakland, but luckily they got a big three-run homer from Teo to get them back. I mean, that's hard to come back from game after game. They're getting these big deficits, and it's killing them. And when the pitching's not on and you have that, it's just a tough way to win. So a lot of things to clean up here. Yeah, it's it's no way to play or live constantly. I mean, that's that's just hard on you. Right. When you got to when you got to win every game uh, like that, 